What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Crew Sports Pod. I'm Michael Keem, as always, joined here by Vito Patel. This is episode 50, the big 5-0, and we're talking all things NFL playoffs. We had a great wild card weekend that set up an interesting divisional round. But uh, how are you liking the playoffs so far, Vito? Yeah, happy 50th uh, pod, half a century. Pretty good accomplishment. Uh, that being said, the wild card weekend was amazing. I mean, four of the six games were really close games. And even the other two, one of them was close for a half. Uh, and some crazy stories, especially the one amazing comeback and some close comebacks that didn't happen. But yeah, just all around a bunch of close, fun games. Uh, let's get into some of the games. First one was the Niners Seahawks, which the final score ended up looking like the Niners just killed them. But they were down going into the half and ended up outscoring Seattle 25 to 6 in the second half but uh Brock Purdy still looks good no mistakes yet from him nothing like that he he hasn't had a multiple interception game yet this year yeah Brock Purdy's really looking like the best freshman quarterback uh this class and crazy enough he was the last pick of this class like overall so Mr. Irrelevant's very very relevant um but that whole team that whole offense uh, is just full with so many weapons that seem to all make plays. Like Ayuk looked pretty good. Debo had an amazing game, and Kittle and McCaffrey showed uh how they can make some plays. And then yeah, that defense is pretty nice too. But I will say the Seahawks did play pretty hard the first half, and almost surprised me for a bit that that they were up going into the halftime. Yeah, they played great. But um, how long do you think San Francisco keep this run going with a? Uh... The quarterback that has less than 10 career starts still. I mean, and a lot of people got him going to the Super Bowl. I don't know. I don't know how long he could do it, but I will say that team is so well coached and he has a lot of help, so he doesn't have to do it all by himself. And as long as he keeps his cool and plays like he is, I mean, he hasn't lost yet as a starter. Uh, it could be it's, it could be a Super Bowl run. I don't believe it, but <laughs> it could happen. I mean, he looked good. He had four touchdowns. Um, in his first playoff game, that's pretty solid. Yeah, no, I mean, definitely really good play. I will say his his weapons do make a lot of plays for him, but that being said, it's still not bad at all. Yeah, but he still has to get it to his weapons. Yeah, he does. He does. And honestly, he does look better than Trey Lance did, and pro- probably even yeah. Garoppolo did. I think similar to Garoppolo, but I don't know. I didn't really like Trey Lance in this system. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think we saw a lot of Trey Lance games. He got injured, but uh, I will say Trey Lance did lose the Chicago Bears, and the Bears were the worst team. And so if that's to say something, maybe Trey Lance just isn't it for this team. But luckily for that franchise, like even though they uh, use up some capital to trade up for Lance, it's a sunk cost because they already got someone younger who might be better. Yeah, I mean, and... San Francisco's look really good for a long time, and the only thing they've been missing is like a quarterback. So, but uh, moving on to the second game of that day, Jacksonville versus the Chargers. What a crazy game that was! Chargers are up 27 0 and then somehow end up losing 31 30. That, that was the most like low key comeback ever. I mean, I think some of what made that happen was the commentators not being energized at all. Uh but I I don't know. I was just viewing that game and passing by, turning it on and off his TV or what looking on and off at the score. 
And slowly but surely, they were creeping there. You just thought, you know, it was like 27 7, 27 14, 30, 14, 30, 20. Okay, 10 point game, but like they didn't get to two, so it's probably still over. Oh, wait, 30 27. Okay, 30 28, actually. They went for two. Why did they go for two? I don't know. (laughs) Work. It works. And then. Even the field goal missed. That would make it a touchdown game. At that point, the second that field goal missed, I was like, there's no way. I don't think the Chargers can win this now. <laughs> and, but they they, slipped on him pretty they quick. still had a chance, too. It was fourth and one. They were ready for the sneak. But uh, Doug Peterson pulls up his tricks, <laughs> an ace card with Travis Etienne, which I'll tell you, Etienne on this offense huge like he's he's a huge impact player on this offense i i know he was good in college at clemson but that speed still stays true in nfl and i thought he's gonna slow down after his acl tear injury but he looked pretty good no workhorse too because he had 20 carries yeah that's true he did have a lot of touches so was this a good game or a bad game for trevor lawrence he started off with four picks and then ended with four touchdowns so he had one of the worst first halves you could have in one of the best. First quarter. <laughs> first quarter, really, yeah. Three fakes in the first quarter. I would say I would say it was a good game. I think it takes a lot to come back from that kind of performance. Because they went into half. They just scored that, like, you can almost call it a garbage time touchdown right before half. And they were going into half, you know, down 27-7. And it was like, oh, this game sucks. Yeah. And then to come out and put up three more touchdowns without giving up anything but a field goal. Yeah. Actually, all of their last, that, including that last touchdown before the half, their last five touchdowns, last five score uh, drives were scores, which I think is hard to do in any level against that good of a Chargers defense, regardless of how bad that first half was. Like to go on four touchdown drives in a row and then a field goal drive to win the game, pretty impressive. So I'd say it's a good game. I'd say it was a great game, actually. Great. If you take away the first quarter, it was a great game. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's fair. So Trevor Lawrence still never lost on a Saturday in his football career. Yeah, that is insane. I guess his only losses in college were in the college football playoffs. Or that one time Notre Dame beat him, but he wasn't playing. Um, he wasn't playing that game. That was DJ. Yeah, that was DJ. So, yeah, I, I didn't even think about that until I saw that. I was like, wow, he's only lost. And in high school, his only losses were on Friday. Yeah. Actually, I don't know if he even lost. it. I think he was undefeated as a high school quarterback or something like that. He had, I think he, he or, had, like in college, I think he had two. And I think in high school, he only had like one or two. But they were on Friday. Oh, uh, dang. Trevor Lawrence is just a winner on Saturdays. And oh my God, they're well, playing on Saturday this weekend. He play, yeah, I was gonna say he plays on Saturday again. Wow, that would be insane. We'll see. That's yeah, gonna be even harder than this one. But moving on to the Sunday games, we had bro Bills Dolphins was way too close. We we just kept Miami in the game way too often. Honestly, I don't even think I heard stuff about oh Skylar Thompson. They let Skylar Thompson play good. Miami's offense didn't do anything. We kept giving them the ball. First, we they got scoop and score touchdown. And then the couple picks, they had a short field every time. I mean, they put up 31 points with 230 yards of offense. Yeah, that's not much offense. And we put up 34 points with 420 yards of offense. Yeah, I think Josh Allen does have that turnover bug a little lately. This year has been bad. This first year without Brian Dable, he's he's. I think he's taking a little step back from last year, especially in the turnover department. Yeah, which is worrisome. And then also our offensive line, we allowed seven sacks. I mean, Miami's got a good D line. 
Like they got they have a good defense. They gave us trouble all three times we played them this year, but yeah, all three games were close. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, Scott, yeah, Skylar Thompson didn't ball out, but it was kind of worrisome. You guys were up 17 0. I was starting to think about the game right before the 27 0 comeback. Uh, and then it was 17 17 in like a blink of an eye. It got ugly. It did, but but you guys prevailed. And I mean, I, I Bills were the better team. Uh, and yeah, just clean up with mistakes because the next opponent's not going to be that easy. Uh, the next opponent, the the second Sunday game, Bengals Ravens. The Bengals also didn't look great. No, yeah, they, yeah, and Bengals Ravens also playing a divisional opponent though that knows them and plays them tough. Yeah, Bengals only had two hundred thirty-four total yards of offense, which is very very low. But um, I don't know. I I take that with a little like asterisk on it. They played Ravens two weeks in a row, and it's kind of hard to beat a playoff team two weeks in a row. Even with Huntley as a quarterback, but that Ravens defense, I, I still think is a top five defense, arguably, you know, could be the best defense in the NFL. Because, like, their biggest weakness was their linebacker group, but adding Roquan. Roquan on that defense is crazy. Yeah, that defense is, seems to have no hole. So, I just think it's a good thing they got that win, but uh, I, I, don't, I wouldn't take too much away from them for that. It's kind of hard to beat the same divisional rival two weeks in a row, especially with one with that good of a defense. Looking ahead to the next week, Bills Bengals play each other, both coming off like shaky divisional games. So interesting. The other Sunday game, though, Giants trump the Vikings. Saquon and Daniel Jones both look nice. Yeah, Danny Dives. Uh, I I don't know. People have always hated on him. I've never been a big fan of him, but this year he's put it up a good, uh, just a good year overall. And he had like over seventy yards rushing, over three hundred yards passing, a couple touchdowns, and Saquon also had over 100 total yards and two touchdowns. And yeah, these guys finally made it to the playoffs together. I think one of the things that helped was that Saquon was actually healthy this year. But they looked really good on offense. Definitely great bounce back here for Saquon. I'm be honest, I'm still not sold on Daniel Jones. He always surprises me with his legs, though. Yeah, he's fast. Like, he runs like a lot. Yeah. Not even that. He just runs so... He had 17 rushes against the Vikings. That's that's eight more than Saquon. Yeah, I was gonna say he kind of reminds me a little bit of Josh Allen with his mobility, and uh, I don't know if he has he doesn't have quite the throwing ability. Yeah, he Allen. runs way more though. Yeah, he's yeah. They I guess the Bears uh, when Bears played the Giants, and this is early in the season when we're actually I thought we were decent. Uh, this was before we were sub to uh, five hundred. The Bears were torched by Daniel Jones' read option with Saquon a lot more than like Saquon's legs. Like Daniel Jones' legs kind of destroyed us. And it was because we had overcommitted to Saquon. Roquan was out of the play, and boom, Daniel Jones, big run. And so, yeah, that's when I started to get a little respect for him as a runner. But seems like he's a pretty good passer, too. Now he's definitely had a good year. And I think he's in a contract year, or is next, is next year his option year, or is this his last year? I don't know. But he's looking to get paid. One, yeah, one of those two. He's close he to a long term deal with the Giants. Yeah. Yeah, he could be that Giants franchise QB. I guess if you build off of this year, I can see it, but I don't know. I've never been the, his biggest fan. But uh, how are the Vikings, though? Definitely the worst 13 win team ever. Um, go, going into the playoffs, I think they had a negative net margin of victory this year, meaning they had more points against them than points for, and yet they were a 13 win team. Yeah, all their games were close, and then their losses were big. Yeah. Yep. Well, and the game, it was a four o'clock game. It wasn't a one o'clock game. If that game was at one, if they switched that with Bills Dolphins, I think the Vikings would have won. It's just too too late for their, uh, Kirk Cousins. Though I don't think Kirk played too bad. But that last fourth down play, I'm not going to lie, 
don't throw a dump off to your uh, tight end. Like, at least give someone a chance. Yeah, get it to the sticks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, if you have Jefferson, just throw it up. Like, even if it's picked, it's probably better chance than uh, throwing it a three-yard pass to your tight end who's not going to outrun. Justin Jefferson was kind of quiet that game. Yeah. Like, a lot of catches, but, like, all, like, little short stuff. I would say some of it has to do with the scheming because uh, it seems like TJ Hawkinson had an amazing game. So it just depends on who they left open. But yeah, I guess if he was double teamed. They kept everything in front of him. Yeah. Like, I don't know how Kirk had 31 completions, which is a lot, right? For 270 yards. Oh, wow. Yeah. Just a bunch of short throws. That Giants defense is very, very uh, underrated, I think. I think so, too. They're pretty solid. Like, they don't have very many names, but like... Overall, they're like they're they don't have too many weaknesses. Like they play together well. All their pieces gel together, and I think that D line uh, with Lawrence and Thibodeau, uh, young young D line is pretty uh, active. That brings us to the last game, the Monday night Cowboys crushed the Bucks. I didn't see that coming. I did think the Cowboys were gonna win. I really thought the Bucks. I mean, the Bucks weren't even a five hundred team. I mean, I could see either team winning, but I didn't think it'd be like that. Yeah, <laughs> I was wrong there. I mean, I definitely thought it would be a close game. Uh, especially Brady in the playoffs is just a new animal. Even if, if he's like ever the underdog, he comes out and balls out. But Brady did not look good at all. Mm-mm. Like, at least early in this going. But by the time he started playing decent, it was too late. Even late, I thought he was still missing passes or like either miscommunications, like at the end of the half with Mike Evans, or just missing throws. I don't know. I just, he didn't look good. No, it was it was bad. There's there's that drive that he threw that pick early in the game, uh, where it was first like second and goal, and he throws that pick that should have been thrown like he should have threw a little bit deeper to go out. But that same drive, a couple plays earlier though, he threw in like triple coverage, um, and I don't know, just plays that you don't see by the veteran Brady. Maybe it's time for him to hang it up and just retire. Yeah. What? What? Well, okay, okay. Unless he ends up in San Francisco next year. Oh dang! I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. I mean, look what Brock Purdy's doing. I think Brady could do pretty good over there too. Um, but yeah, I I didn't think he looked great. But I think the Cowboys now, as a franchise, have more playoff wins than Tom Brady after that victory. I think they were tied heading into that game, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, that is nuts. That's a franchise with many Super Bowls. Yeah, but Brady has seven. Like it kind of kind of makes sense. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. <laughs> Brady, Brady. I mean, that's more than any franchise. So. Exactly. Brady himself has more Super Bowls than any franchise, so I guess it makes sense, but dang. Honestly, that stat just made me realize, wow, the Cowboys are pretty good, because <laughs> I'm sure the Bears can't say the same. No, I think if, if you're going by, like, franchise Super Bowl, I mean, franchise playoff wins, Brady, oh man, I saw this list, like, earlier in the week, but Brady's, like, fourth or fifth or something like that, or, like, tied for fifth. Oh, wow. Okay, that's what I was going to say. So I'm pretty impressed for the few franchises that have more uh, playoff wins than Brady. I was like, I would assume that one of them is going to be the Patriots. So Not by much. Not by much, yeah. Because he has a few wins outside of them, yeah. But huge for the Cowboys. They, they won that, but they haven't won a divisional playoff game since 1995. So big, big uh, test this weekend. Well, it was kind of long ago. Yeah, that was pretty long time. Longer than you and I. Like, you and I could never have seen them in the conference finals. <laughs> we never have. That's true. Yeah. Side note, Mayor missed four uh, 
extra points. I've never seen that. That has to be some kind of record. Yeah, how do they let him keep kicking? <laughs> Just go for two. Especially knowing Brady's on the other team and seeing what happened earlier. Like You want to get as many points as you can. I really thought they would, especially after like the third one. I've never seen that. And yeah. he's only missed like three all year. So he, and he was like a top five fantasy kicker. Like he was a good kicker. Oh, wow. Really? <laughs> I would have known that. I mean, get your misses out here, I guess. Yeah. In a blowout. It's, yeah, it's good. So that brings us to the divisional round. Chiefs, Jags, Giants, Eagles, Bills, Bengals, and 49ers, Cowboys. All right. For the divisional round, we're going to do a ranking veto. We haven't done one of these in a while. Uh, we're going to rank, we'll go 8-1, to one, save the momentum for the best team for last. Uh, we got to agree, like we, we used to. Uh, and our tiebreaker, all right, if we can't choose between teams, we'll, we'll hypothetically put them head-to-head and see if we agree that one team beats the other unanimously, then that team obviously goes ahead. If not, the second tiebreaker will be better QB. And me and Vito discussed, we ranked our QBs 1-8, to eight, and we came up with our list. Um, so if if he needs to get to that, we'll get to that. We'll talk a little bit about the games too after we've ranked both teams in each matchup and throw in your bets too. If you got any, you got any locks? I'm gonna keep the locks of the week going, even though I think we're both pretty heavily negative. So take locks of the week with a grain of salt. <laughs> um, all right, let's start with eight. I'm thinking between two teams. I'm thinking between Giants and Jags. What do you think? Uh, nothing against them, but those are probably the two worst teams of these eight elite teams left. And yeah, both of them have a pretty strong uh, quarterback running back duo. Uh, Daniel Jones is probably slightly worse than Trevor Lawrence, but Saquon is slightly better than Travis Etienne. For the head-to-head, though, I guess who who do you think would win? I was just thinking about that. Actually, I don't know. Because I think the Giants' defense is a little better. I think so, too. I think, yeah, they have. As we mentioned earlier, they just seem to have a more complete defensive package. But but the Jags are hot. They're so hot right now. They're they've won their last five or six games, and plus the playoff game. Yeah, when they're losing, I think. And in that streak, they lost. They had a seventeen point comeback against the Cowboys, a ten point comeback against the Titans, and now like a twenty seven point comeback. So even when it looks like they're down, they always find a way to come back. But the way the way the Giants went into Minneapolis and just ran the Vikings, uh, just played an excellent game on both sides of the ball. Even though it's a close game, they they just came out one and looked strong. That's tough. The thing is, I man, I don't know. I think head to head, I think the Giants would win. I think the Jags are better, but I think the Giants would win. If the game was in the first eight weeks of the season, I would go with the Giants. But as of late, I don't know. Uh, I think Jaguars are starting to make a name for themselves. They're clicking on both sides of the ball. Well, mostly on offense. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they seem like a really tough team. But yeah, I guess the Giants have a better defense. So that would probably be what bridges the gap. Well, who's your head-to-head if they're playing next week? Yeah, I, I would go with Giants just because of their defense. I think that defense is pretty solid. Okay, all right. So then that means we got the Jags are, are eighth. Yeah, to be fair, they wore the one seed last year. So that makes sense. And yeah, they had the number one pick not too long ago. Giants are seven. <laughs> All right, so now six. Ooh, the sixth. Six is where it gets uh, pretty interesting because uh, all these teams are really good. I don't want to put them here just early, but 
I think the Cowboys might be the sixth team. Cowboys? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Because I think, dang. Yeah, and I think Cowboys are really solid on both sides of the ball. That being said, probably one of the best O-lines and D-lines. But yeah. Yeah, I think the Cowboys as well. I agree there. It gets even tougher now. Dang, so the top five. Yeah, because now you have basically the contenders left. This is who I thought the contenders were heading into the playoffs. Yeah, yep. They all survived. No, uh, no big upsets yet. I guess another NFC East team. I'm thinking the Eagles would be next. I'm. I think I'm between Eagles, 49ers. Yeah, I can see that. I think 49ers are hotter right now, but between those two, I agree. I think those are four and five respectively. I, I really do think the top three teams are all AFC. I think so too. And I thought that I've thought that for a bit. Yeah. Jeez, this is. I mean, I thought this was going to be the NFC Championship for a while. Oh, but all right. They both have good defenses too. Yeah, they do. And honestly, I think I think the Eagles defense gets underrated. Uh they have a really good secondary and some pretty solid pass rush. I think the 49ers defense is definitely stingier, but I think the Eagles defense makes plays. It creates takeaways, yeah. I do think the Eagles they both have great offenses too. Eagles have Sanders, Hurts, yeah. Uh, and then they have Goddard, uh, AJ Brown, and Devonta Smith. Whereas we already listed the 49ers weapons, they have a big four. I would t- it had to go with the quarterback, and I think Hurts is better than Purdy. Oh, yeah, it's definitely Hurts. Dang, you think the 49ers are the fifth best team? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I guess I do too, though. Yeah, I think so. I think so. <laughs> it's tough. Because I really think, I mean, they're definitely one of those teams that's really hot right now. And people are like, oh, they're going to win the Super Bowl. I don't know if they're better than the Eagles. Well, first of all, it's pretty impressive that there's three NFC East teams, by the way. That's like so rare to see three of any division this far. Well, it used to be harder, too, because that means both of them had to take the wild card spots. Now there's like a third wild card spot. But um, 49ers, Eagles. So do you think the Eagles or the 49ers are going to the Super Bowl? The game is going to be in uh, Philadelphia, which I think is Philly uh, upper edge. Plus, plus I think Hurts is the better quarterback. Yeah, I still think at some point, Purdy gets exposed, no matter how good your weapons are. I think so, too. I I've, I, I just can't imagine in the NFL there's this kind of run this early in someone's career. I mean, yeah, I guess it's it's he's like 7-0 and as a starter. Yeah, he's too good. Too He's been too solid. There's something has to give up. Yeah, there's no way you keep just dumping it off to your playmakers and let them run. Yeah, I say for that, I'll put the 49ers at five, even though I just think they're so good. Yeah, I think, I mean, up here, this top five, I don't think there's that much of a gap. Heck, even that top six, I don't think there's too much of a nah, gap. No, no, top five. <laughs> All right, 49ers-Cowboys, that's our first matchup. That is a historic 80s-90s matchup of, like, legendary teams. They racked up a lot of Super Bowl wins together. I like I like that this is the prime time game because I really did think this is the closest game. And I think this is the closest line. Yeah. Yeah, San Francisco three and a half. I will say this is gonna be a big take and I, I took it as a bet. But I think Cowboys pulled this one off. They go into San Francisco and win. Uh exactly what you said before. I just Purdy's been too solid for too uh, big of a streak, and I think the streak ends. And uh, Cowboys' defense has caused a lot of havoc this year, and I think that's the type of defense that will make Purdy make mistakes. And I don't know, Dax looked pretty solid, and he does have some good weapons. Uh, I think the Cowboys could do this. And I'm taking them money line plus 154 for $25. 
Interesting. First, interesting. So why why did you not want the Cowboys? Like you didn't argue 49ers to be like sixth? Yeah, I still think so. That's the thing. I still think the Cowboys are not as good of a team as the 49ers, but that doesn't mean they're going to win. I think the 49ers have a better supporting pieces around Purdy, but Dak would be slightly better in my head. Uh, not by much because Purdy looks pretty good. But I just think this is one of those games that uh, the Cowboys can make can make uh, and break a streak, which they already broke the streak of never beating Tom Brady. And now they can finally make it to the uh, conference finals. The first time since 95 to NFC Championship. Yeah, actually, when you talk about it, it is interesting. This I think the Cowboys defense will definitely be the best defense that Purdy plays against. Um, I mean, his first start was against the Dolphins. That's pretty solid defense. Um, that was also his worst game, though, but like first start. Besides that, he's played Bucks, Seahawks, Commanders, Raiders, Cardinals, Seahawks again. So, oh wow, yeah. So by far, the Cowboys have been the best defense he's going to play. Yes, that's interesting. So does he crumble the first time he plays a good defense? I say no. I have two bets in this game. Actually, the first is the Sunday parlay. I got 49ers and Buffalo both winning money line, 30 bucks, 114 odds. Um, the second bet I have on this game, Dak over 0.5 interceptions. So Dak to throw a pick and minus 150 for 20 bucks. Um, I think the 49ers definitely going to have to rely more on Christian McCaffrey and let C Mac keep doing his thing on the ground. Uh, that's the only way that you can like account for Micah Parsons, basically. That dude's crazy. Uh, and they'll help keep Brock Purdy like a little calm in the pocket. Interesting though, this will definitely be the best defense the the 49ers play, or with Brock Purdy at quarterback. Uh that'll be that'll be an interesting matchup. No, I mean I think this game has uh the like it's gonna live up to the hype and being being that uh close matchup that everyone th- is thinking. Plus both these teams were the only teams that crushed their opponents week one. So I mean wild card weekend. Yeah, I think the Sunday games are the only games with upset potential, to be honest. I don't like saying that since the Bills are the other Sunday game, but... Yeah. Speaking of that, Bills and Bengals, I think, and Chiefs, they're all really close in terms of... Oh, we got we got Eagles-Giants. Oh, I didn't even... We're putting Eagles at four, so we got, oh. we got Eagles-Giants now. Oh, yeah, I forgot that. Saturday night game. Eagles-Giants. Oh, the line is Philly by seven and a half. Yeah. I mean, so Philly's rested. That's something to consider. They haven't played last week. Um, it's a little more rested than the Giants. Which Giants, they were rested when they went up against the Vikings because uh, they didn't play against Philly. They've crushed them both times they played them this year. I mean, the second game, like like last game of the season, the Giants were resting, I guess, so it doesn't count. But then the first game they played, a few weeks before that, they still crushed them. And Philly looks pretty good this year. Like they, uh, After when Jalen Hurts got injured, they lost a couple games because of that, but... With Jalen Hurts in their lineup, they've only lost like one game this year, right? So the Commanders, yeah, as him as a starter. So <laughs> I think that these this Eagles team is really good. They only lose with their backup quarterback, and even their backup quarterback, like Gardner Minshew, almost uh, went into Dallas and beat the Cowboys. So I love Gardner Minshew, though. I think he's pretty underrated. Yeah, he's pretty solid too. <laughs> I think so too. Uh, and here's an interesting stat: the Giants have not won a game. In Philadelphia since October 2013. Almost 10 years. That'll be 10 years this October. Wow. I'm talking about streaks breaking, but I don't think this streak breaks. I think <laughs> I, <don't> think, so <laughs> I think the Eagles have been so solid this year with Jalen Hurts as their starting quarterback. That's uh, 
I think that streak continues. And I really do want the next week matchup because the Eagles are 0-2 against the Cowboys. No, wait, not 0-2. 1-1 against the Cowboys this year. But it is a divisional game, and that would be a fun way to end the season. You just love these divisional playoff matchups. <laughs> I do. Uh, feasting for it, but yeah. I think since like halfway through the season, the NFC looked like it was going to be Eagles 49ers for the playoffs. Like those look like the only two teams that were going to get to the Super Bowl out of the NFC. Uh, I'm sticking with that. And we said at the very beginning of the year in our preseason pod, we're like the Eagles are a loaded team. It all depends on how Jalen Hurts is playing. And I mean, if it wasn't for Mahomes, I think Hurts could get the MVP. He had a great year outside of his injury. I think the Eagles just keep rolling. Just talking about this team, I really do think they're better than the 49ers. I like how we ranked them ahead of them, but they're just such a good team. Uh, but the, I think the NFL has been so top heavy this year. Like any other year, I feel like this would be like, wow, this team is just can't be touched. But there's just three teams I think are better than them still. Um, as for bets, I do have a Saturday parlay. I got Kansas City and Philly money line at minus 175, my last 30 bucks on there. Yeah, uh, I do too. Uh, the other game uh, includes the Chiefs, but yeah, I got Chiefs and Eagles. Same thing. Saturday money line for one seventy five, but I put fifty on it. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty confident on this one. I think both these teams take care of business. Um, all right, moving on to our top three. We got the three AFC teams left: Chiefs, Bengals, Bills. I I got my order. I think I know what I want to do here. Um, it's tough. I I'm actually kind of leaning against the Chiefs. Being three, they what? lost their head to heads against the Bengals and Bills this year. Nah, what? Chiefs are number one for me. <laughs> Chiefs uh, also don't have as good defenses either, the Bills or Bengals. Yeah, they got Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, who's getting MVP again this year. No, for sure, for sure. But I'm just thinking about this more too. And I think both the Bengals and Bills have a better receiving group than the Chiefs and running backs. Well, actually, uh, I don't think the Bills have that great of a running back, but no, no, the Chiefs, the Chiefs running backs have been nice, actually. I guess great pass catchers, Pacheco and uh, uh I think Pacheco though still is, has been great, and I think they were kind of expecting him to get more and more touches throughout the year and potentially be the RB one anyway. But uh, dude, he's fast and he looks good. He's such a strong runner. Like every time he someone hits him for a tackle, it just looks like they just crash into each other. And this dude just wants to like run over anyone. Yeah, that's true. And he's not like even that big. He just he's just a hard runner. Yeah, no, Pacheco has that passion. Juju's been nice though this year. Yeah. Adding Juju is a nice addition. And then Kelsey's Travis Kelsey, like one of the best tight ends ever. And just if you have Mahomes and Andy Reid, like as long as that combo has been together, they've been the team to beat. Yeah. No, they. I mean, they certainly have. I don't know. They haven't looked quite unbeatable. And they have lost to both the other teams. Yeah, but you think the other team, you think the Bills-Bengals can beat them twice in a year? Although the Bengals beat them three times a year last year. Yeah. I mean, the Bengals did last year, yeah. Yeah, Burroughs never lost to uh, to the Chiefs. I still think, I mean, I've been saying this for a while, too. The AFC's got to go through Kansas City. The big thing about Kansas City is even though they did lose to the Bills and the Bengals, uh, both those games were very close games. But both those games, like they lost to the Bills and Bengals for a combined seven points. So I wouldn't say I wouldn't say they're not in the same tier. And honestly, being rested mm-hmm. and a week to prepare. And the record is tied with the Eagles, which unlike the Eagles, they just basically been solid all year. They just had a couple of slip ups. Actually, Eagles have been pretty solid all year, too. They're just backup quarterback, couldn't finish the deal. 
But the Chiefs had the best losses of anyone in the NFL. <laughs> yeah, I mean, their their two losses are the teams that were ranking the top three. Yeah. And they're the third team in the top three. So Yeah. Oh, this is tough. For me, it goes Chiefs, Bills, Bengals. And that's how I'd rate the quarterbacks, too. I go Mahomes, Allen's bro. Yeah, I like that. I'm okay with that. I think you can make an argument for any of those three, but I'm I like that. Um, I think the Bills too, out of the three, have the best defense. And honestly, yeah, you know that does bring up the point. Why not the Bills over the Chiefs? Until you go into Kansas City and win, like that's the only way anyone's gotten to the Super Bowl in the last four years. Yeah, well, Bengals did that. Bengals did that last year. I don't think they do it this year though. I mean, the Chiefs every yeah. year they're like top two seed, if not the one seed. And, like, every year from beginning to end, they're the team to beat. They're always, like, the top dog. It's just – it's a dynasty. And, like, Mahomes, again, this year, he's already got an MVP. I think he gets an MVP again this year. He's the best quarterback. Uh, maybe if you're talking, like, every single – every quarterback at their very best, I think maybe Allen might have the highest ceiling, like, when he's playing at his very best, but he's also got the lowest floor, as we've seen with all his turnovers. Mahomes is just always solid. Like, when's the last time Mahomes had a bad game? Yeah, actually, you're right. And I think I feel like Mahomes should have been in the MVP conversation every year of his career. I just feel like people are just tired of hearing him, and that's like the reason. But this year, this year he played insanely well. That's true. Uh, a 5,000 yard season with 40 touchdowns and throwing it like 68% or something. Like he's he's insane. He doesn't have bad games. So he'll have crazy good games yeah. and then like solid games. He doesn't have bad games. I mean, I just say the next thing is they definitely have the worst defense of the three teams. Yeah, because the, the, well, they got some playmakers too, but the Bengals, I think the Bengals got a few names too. Got some stars, but. Yeah, I I really think, I think the Bengals defense is really underrated. Oh, really? I want to say Bengals could have a top five defense as well. In the league or out of these eight teams left? No, no, in the league. You think they have a top five in the league? I don't know about that. Yeah, they, they make plays. I mean, they they make plays when it really matters the most. But I mean, last year, last year, last year against uh, they did last week. Yeah, they did last week exactly. I mean, last year against Mahomes, they they forced a pick in overtime, and you know that's how they won. They they did a pick the week before against the Titans, and that's how they won. Like. I think Burrow's really good, but that defense has helped a lot. The most exciting matchup, though, teams is the Bills-Bengals. Yes, Bills-Bengals. The first game on Sunday. The blind is Buffalo by five and a half, though. Like, it's all the money's on the Bills, I guess. I mean, a lot of folks really uh, are riding behind the Bills. The Bills are the team that America wants to win, um, especially after yeah, DeMar yeah, Hamlin. Yeah. I'm with America, then. <laughs> yeah, uh, but there's a couple of things I wanted to say about this game. One, these guys haven't played before, so we don't really know, but these two teams have been running the AFC besides the Chiefs. I, neither of these teams have lost any of their last, like, neither of these teams have lost since, like, October, I think, right? They both are 9-10 game winning streaks, respectively. Yeah, I think they have, like, the longest win streaks outside of the 49ers. Yeah, Bills have seven, uh, Bengals have eight, yeah. I think this matchup is huge. One, these two quarterbacks, these t- two teams have never, uh, I mean, played each other with Burrow and Allen. And they had their chance a few weeks ago. And one of the most anticipated games of the year uh, led to one of the sad, t- which turned into a, one of the more wholesome stories of the year with DeMar Hamlin. So a lot of uh, anticipation for this game the second time around, which hopefully, I mean, hopefully we get to see the thing in action for this time for sure. But I guess one of the things that came out of it was that I think the Bengals unfairly 
had to go to Buffalo for this because the Bengals, if they won, oh please, it's not unfair. <laughs> I, I mean, I think it's unfair. If the Bengals won in Cincinnati, they would, you know, beat the tiebreaker for the Bills, and you know they would have home field. And that was the same logic that they used to put the Chiefs and Bills game in a neutral site. So this game should also be a neutral site in my head. I don't know. It almost seems like they were rewarding the Bills for that and not rewarding the Bengals for that. So I don't know. It seems a little unfair to me, which is why I think <laughs> uh, the Bengals are going to come out uh, with that mentality of they did us dirty. And that's why I think the Bengals, even though I agree with you, they're not as good as the Bills, they'll win the game. Uh, I think Bengals money line for 25. Dang. Okay. okay. You got Bengals money line. Um, also, the Bills, like they weren't playing the Chiefs and then like we already beat the Chiefs. And had the head-to-head with them. So I think that went into, like, that should be, that game at a neutral site. Like, I guess, like, that game, obviously, the Bills-Bengals game didn't count. So, like, technically, Bills-Bengals never played each other. So, I, I don't know. Whatever. Uh, luckily, so we got that game at home. Um, but what I will say about this game, both of these teams, they both played divisional teams last week. And they both sucked. They both looked bad. I mean, the Bills turn it over a lot, even though they moved the ball and they put up 34 points still. Still a lot of turnovers, gave Miami a lot of opportunities, and kept them in a game that they shouldn't have been in. And then the the Bengals just struggled against the Ravens. They just flat out struggled. The second half of Week 18 and last game, last week, just against a pretty good Ravens defense. Uh, the other thing is, both these teams, their O-lines do not look good. Bills, I mentioned earlier, gave up seven sacks to the Dolphins, who got a pretty solid D-line. And then the Bengals have three starters that are going to be out on their offensive line. So, and both te- then the Bills and Bengals both have good D lines. Yeah, that's gonna be tough for. That's definitely gonna be tough for the Bengals. But I will say, Burrow's used to playing with a pretty bad line. Yeah, I think all of last year's playoff run, they had a pretty bad line. That is true. So I think there's a lot of parallels for these teams. A lot of similarity. You know, both got good young quarterbacks. Quarterbacks that we ranked two and three out of the ones left in the playoffs. Both got good receiver cores. And solid running backs. I think the Bengals running back, I mean, Mixon is better than any of the Bills running backs. Even maybe Samaje Pirine might be is pretty solid too. But Cook has been stepping up and Singletary is pretty solid. And then Allen's a pretty good runner. Um, but I'll say, I think superstars don't play bad two weeks in a row. I don't think Burrow or Allen are going to play bad. Yeah, this I think this game has the potential to be fireworks. Yeah, pretty similar to last year's divisional game between the Chiefs and Bills last year. Hopefully, maybe for you guys, maybe not the same result, but... Yeah, so, I mean, I've never picked against the Bills in two years of doing this pod. I'm not starting the divisional round of playoffs with Beto, let me tell you that. Yeah. I already mentioned my parlay. I got them in San Francisco winning on Sunday. Uh, I also have for this game, I got Allen over 268 and a half passing yards at minus 115. That's where my last 20 bucks is. Uh, so, yeah, I got Buffalo. You think he's going to torch that defense? That's interesting. No, I just think I said I think superstars don't play bad two weeks in a row. Oh, okay, I, think, I see what you're saying. I think both teams are just gonna put up thirty plus points each. Yeah, I was gonna say I think Burrow has always played up to his competition. Like undefeated against Mahomes, undefeated against Brady, and yeah, it just seems like he plays big on big games. So watch out. And hopefully, Buffalo makes it a big game. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I think this game ends like like thirty eight, thirty one, something like that. Hopefully, Buffalo. But I think maybe that's why the the spread is five and a half. So I think they just think it's going to be touchdowns back and forth as opposed to like like field goals or whatever. That makes sense. Uh, but yeah, I would just watch out. Burrow in college, he went into Tuscaloosa and defeated uh, Tua in the red hot tide. Last year, he went into 
uh, Arrowhead Stadium and took out Patrick Mahomes. So seems like Allen's next on this list. He's a giant slayer. Well, if you look at the Bills last week, we are not giants. So <laughs> maybe maybe he'll be tricked. <laughs> maybe yeah, that's true. You guys are giants. You can't slay you guys. No, man, we're underdogs still. But all right, that brings us to the last matchup. We put Chiefs as number one team left in the playoffs, and they play the number eight team that we ranked. <laughs> Uh, Chiefs, Jags, also the largest spread heading into the weekend. Kansas City by eight and a half. It's the first game. Mahomes has been to four straight AFC championships. Lawrence has never lost on a Saturday in his football career. Which streak ends this week, Vito? Unfortunately, I think Trevor Lawrence, you're going to have to lose a game on Saturday. Um, yeah, I don't think, I don't think, uh, Lawrence could uh, go into Arrowhead and beat uh, Mahomes and the Chiefs. Uh, he'll have to play an even better game than last week, I feel like. Which, I mean, he did play a pretty bad game in the first half, so I'll give him that. But <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, he has to play, especially compared to last week, like a perfect game. Yeah, but yeah, I think Mahomes is going to go to five straight AFC championships. That's going to be crazy. I-, I just can't believe how uh, solid Mahomes has been, like, he, every year he's played in the NFL, he's made it to at least the AFC championship game while throwing for amazing yards. A lot of just his his stats are amazing, just impressive. Yeah, to beat Mahomes, to beat the Chiefs, basically, you need to be pretty much perfect. These two teams did play in the regular season. Kansas City started up 20 0, I think, and then the Jags got it within 10, but never really got closer than that, if I remember correctly. Man, I'm I'm still I'm still kind of excited though for this one. Like that being said, like I do think uh, Lawrence and Jacks can keep it close. And I mean, two years ago, Mahomes is still running the NFL, uh, and uh, he, you know they're saying he's the next big thing. Where while at the same time, we knew Charles Lawrence was running college football, and everyone said he was also the next big thing. So they finally meet in the playoffs. Not too long. It did not take long for that to happen. Yeah, I definitely did not think the Jags would be in the divisional round at the start of this season. No. Uh, so they've definitely overachieved, but I think their road comes to an end as well. I think Mahomes is going to a fifth straight AFC championship. But Lawrence's streak on not losing on Saturdays, that's probably what, in the 50s? Either high 40s, low 50s, Saturdays games without a loss? Yeah, something like that. It's probably a lot. Or maybe maybe not the 50s. I want to say in college, he at least won 30 or 40 of them, though. But And then a few in high school. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know how many played in high school. I know he played a couple of NFL. The last two weekends, he won Saturday games for the Titans and the Chargers. So he's played at least two. Oh, still, that's an impressive streak that I think comes to an end. But four AFC championships, also an impressive streak. So sad for either one of those to end, but that's what I got. Yeah, got to go with Mahomes. All right, so our final rankings. The number one team left in the playoffs is Kansas City Chiefs, followed by the Bills, followed by the Bengals, so the three AFC powerhouses. Then we got Eagles, Niners, Cowboys, Giants, and ended off with the Jags. I think all eight of these teams are pretty solid, but especially the top five, incredible stuff. Yeah, I think we're going to have some... we got four good matchups, too. Yeah. Some kind of storyline in all of them. All right. I think that about wraps it up, though. So next week, we'll be talking conference championships. We'll be down to the final four. Uh, Hopefully, i still be talking about my bills. But anyway, with that, we'll see you all in the next one.